0: From WBEZ Chicago and PRX, this
1: is Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. And I'm Greg Cott. If you're a music fan, the end of the year can mean only one thing, best of lists. Today, we reveal our best albums of 2019. Plus, we'll hear some of our listeners'
2: favorite albums. I think this album deserves a lot more attention.
3: Made me actually like country music more.
2: It is just this
4: guttural, intergalactic, just annihilation of an album.
1: That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. This is Sound Opinions, and uh, this week we're going to share some of our favorite albums of 2019, what we think are the best of the best. If you've listened to
0: this show, you know that these are the records we enjoyed listening to the most, that we came back to again and again, that we think sum up the year. And I have to say, Greg, uh, I think it was another strange year in the United States of America. And as I was going over uh, my top ten list, I know uh, you have ten as well. We'll highlight uh, four each today. You know, a lot of this music is about existentialism. Yeah, What is it like to be alive? At this moment, we're also going to hear from our uh, production team with some of their picks and some listeners. But, uh, Greg, I am going to kick things off with uh, one of my picks. This is number five on my top ten list. Right in the middle, Kills Birds, its self-titled debut album. Uh, I was so angry when we were doing a Buried Treasure show, and you picked this, and I picked this, and you won the coin toss. You got to talk about them. Now I get to talk about them. What a fantastic band, led by a vocalist, Nina Lecci, who uh, came to America from Bosnia. This is a wonderful extension of the alternative rock sounds of the 90s. A little experimental, a little poppy, very rocking, the whole thing. Uh, Feminist, self empowered, self assured, uh, but also uh, music in the face of challenges. All right, music getting us through difficult times. That is what Nina is doing. And the band is incredibly inventive. I uh, I love this record. I love it to pieces. I'm going to play a song called Worthy Girl. You always know it's a good record, Greg, when there's nine tracks and yeah. you can't decide which to play. I'm just going with the one that kicks things off because it sets the tone for the entire self-titled Kills Birds album. Here it is, uh, Worthy Girl by Kills Birds on Sound Opinions.
3: This flower kills birds. When she dies she rots like flesh this flower kills birds when she dies she rots like flesh
1: Worthy Girl, Kills Birds, is the name of the band and the album. Fantastic stuff. I love that record, too. It's in my top ten as well. Uh, we completely agree on that one. That is a blowtorch of a rock album. Uh, here's a blowtorch of a hip-hop album, Yugen Blackrock's Anima Mysterium. You know, game recognizes game, right? Kendrick Lamar picked uh, <laughs> Yugen to yeah. be on the Black Panther soundtrack. Um, I think he found a kindred spirit here in this South African MC. Um, She's got that sort of raspy voice. Uh, She sounds like an oracle on this record. She waxes mystical and political and uh, Afrofuturistic. She sounds like a wise soul, even though she's a young woman. There seems to be like an ageless quality. Uh, to a lot of what she's speaking about, Uh, bringing together the ancient and the future uh, in terms of the way she's reading the world right now. There's a great line in the middle of this record, I misread the rules and made my own like a pagan. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. she is not playing by anyone's rules but her own. And at the same time, she's very much within that tradition of Afrofuturism. And we can go back to, you know, people like Sun Ra, And on through, you know, Parliament Funkadelic, uh, bringing that tradition forward in this hip-hop record that, uh, you know, full of swirling synthesizers and those decaying beats and the atmosphere really thick, cryptic visions, but also, uh, you know, real ghostly kind of uh, context for a lot of this Soul Dusty's vibe that she's bringing into. So there's a mystical quality, is I, the best way I can describe it. Very Kendrick-like. If you like Kendrick Lamar, you're going to love this record. If you loved Cannibal Ox, that Def Chucks record, I'd reference that in the past in reviewing this record, you're going to love this record. Here's Picture Box from Yugen Blackrock's Anima Mysterium, yeah. one of my top records of the year on Sound of Papers.
5: Conspiring in secrecy, my ghouls chains and exchange theories other spooks and black books sad souls known to grab loose and hand loose they hypnotized by the truth, horrific daily news ears ringing from eerie noises empty vessels make the loudest tv hosts invading living rooms like haunted houses spewing words without contact spoken out of context i breathe deep and heal the sweet perfume of the dead the ghosts that haunt my spirit hide in mist and early showers to purify the self i throw my fears in burning fires desperate times call desperate measures Dire. Tower over furnaces and burnt and demons cower But the world spins or it seems to Watch the heavens wonder if the gods and us could be equals Stars circle the planet like follow us to the cover Universal in breath directs the flow of prana Unfolding cosmic sagas in the gallows where my shadow reigns supreme. Diana with the bow, the protectress of all thieves. Steal beating hearts from chests and leaves static on the screen. I live in frequencies where strange schools of sorcery meet. Turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Let the rhythm bring peace to your bubbling heart. Find that inner space of night, the most cosmic of sparks, the firefly that shines like the sun and lights up the dark. Turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Let the rhythm bring peace to your bubbling heart. Find that inner space of night, the most cosmic of sparks A firefly that shines like the sun and lights up the dark Hark, the herald angel sings, melodies on harp strings Rather stay blind to mass appeal than kill the art for it So rhyme books, stay poisoned with the arsenic Scribble lines with plots and twists, confounding urologists Deep in my delirium, I'll write breathing little puns, Kissing sounds when they release purged out from brittle lungs Smoking guns, my lyrics are dense The jargon tends to give the same sensation that sinking does
1: That is Picture Box from Yugen Blackrock. The name of the album is Anima Mysterium, number nine on my top ten list. Jim, what have you got next?
0: Greg, I'm going to number three on my top ten list, Taco Cat. This mess is a place. I think sometimes people think uh, many critics are just sitting there on the mountaintop decreeing (laughs) what they think. You and I have always believed criticism is a conversation Between people who care passionately about the art, I was turned on to Taco Cat originally by a listener a long time ago. uh, I think just after their debut album, Shame Spiral, 2010. In 2016, Lost Time was one of my albums of the year. Now comes the fourth album by the Seattle Pop Punk Quartet on Sub Pop Records. Uh, you know, at different points, if you skipped around the record, uh, you would swear this was a, a doo-wop girl group, you know, from the 60s. You would think at another point it was a Joan Jett uh, record from uh, that, that that New Wave era or maybe, maybe even a little X-Ray Specs, okay, mm-hmm. or an alt-rock record, the great Farouk Assault. There are echoes of all of that, and yet... Taco Cat is making music that at the end of the day is very much its own and very much of this time. When we reviewed this album, I said that the line in Crystal Bowl, what a time. To Barely Be Alive is really the theme of this whole year, at least for me. Uh, And yet, whenever I played this record, I felt better about being alive. I felt more alive. That, to me, is the definition of good rock and roll. I'm going to play the song Hologram, which uh, poses the question uh, or makes the statement, power is a hologram Mm. it's a projection it is temporary it is uh, something we can wave our hand and go right through the middle of and i think that's a reassuring thought at this time taco cat the album is this mess is a place number three on my list the song is hologram on sound opinions
1: Cat, This mess is a place. What a wonderful album. It is indeed, Jim. And uh, now it is time to hear from some of our listeners about their picks for the best album of the year.
3: Hi, my name's Sharon, and I'm calling from Willowbrook. My favorite album of 2019 is The High Women. Old time living on a halftime schedule. Always trying to make everybody feel special. Learning when to break and when to hit. Working hard to look good till we die They did a riff on the Highwaymen, and the songs are awesome. The voices are beautiful, the harmonies. Super cool album. Made me actually like country music more. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Redesigning women Running the world while i
1: that is a no-doubter. High Women with uh, Maren Morris, Amanda Shires, Brandy Carlyle, Natalie Hemby. You and I both love that record. Jim. I did love that record.
0: I wish it was a little grittier. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: wish we could have bought those fine ladies uh, three, four shots of tequila yeah, and have, then had them record. The production is a little straight-laced, but there was kind of like, why, what is country radio? Uh, yeah. How can they deny this record? No, I think a was fine, fine choice.
0: Well. Uh, fine choice there by uh, Sharon from Willowbrook. Thank you, Sharon. Let's hear from another of our listeners. Hey
4: guys, this is Bill from Nashville, Tennessee. I was just calling to let you know my favorite album of the year is the album Planetary Clairvoyance by the Toronto death metal band, Tomb Mold. It is just this guttural, intergalactic, just, annihilation of an album that just keeps hitting you over and over. And when you think it's finally done, it just keeps going it's it's just this assault of sound coming at you from all over the place these guys are fantastic i can't recommend this enough i found this a couple months ago and i find myself just coming back to it over and over and over so that's two mold planetary clairvoyance thanks guys
0: loving it bill from nashville tomb mold with planetary
1: clairvoyance i mean i
0: i felt like that quite a few times in 2019
1: uh, you know uh it's in a fine tradition of uh cannibal corpse i mean tomb mold what that you know they keep coming up with <laughs> better and better names for their bands That's for i I,
0: I love the vibrato uh, tremolo just the entire i mean my my head felt like a tomb mold <laughs> listening to that After a short break, we're going to hear from more of our listeners with their picks for the top albums of 2019, as well as from our producers and, of course, ourselves. That's in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Codd, and we are doing one of our favorite shows of the year, revealing our best albums of 2019. Before we delve back into our choices, it's only fair for us to hear from the people who are an integral part of Sound Opinions. You hardly ever get to hear from them, our producers. First up, our longest-serving producer, Alex Claiborne. Alex, I'm excited to hear what you've got.
6: Thank you, Jim. And thank you, Greg, for having me on the show. And my best album of 2019 is Lover by Taylor Swift. I want to talk about this record because it's something we haven't discussed on Sound Opinions this year. And also, it has some flaws. At 18 tracks, it's probably too long. Yes. It's a bit too long. But... What I loved about this record was that it was really warm and familiar, but also sort of innovative. And I think this record really combines the different eras of Taylor Swift and all of the skill sets that she's honed over the years. So you have superb, clean pop Taylor Swift. You've got that endearing country sound. Uh, You've also got literary Taylor where she's creating these vivid imagery settings and then you have the more vulnerable side. You have more personal ballads and I think that's where she succeeds the most in connecting with her fans and this record was different because she sharpened another tool in her toolbox which was she talked more about the political landscape and issues that need to be addressed. A
0: first for her.
6: Right. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince is about the 2016 election and also her sexual assault trial that she went through Mm -hmm. several years ago. You've got The Man which is about the mistreatment and characterization of women in the music industry and elsewhere. And then You Need to Calm Down, which advocates for gay rights, for treating other people with kindness and respect. I wanted to play the title track, Lover, mostly because... It's a very stripped-down song. You know, sonically, it's quite dreamlike. It's got piano, drums, strings, and acoustic guitar. And the song is about her partnership with her boyfriend and how it's really a very stable and healthy relationship and how that can be fun and exciting instead of always being extreme ups and extreme downs. And the line, we could leave the Christmas lights up till January. This is our place. We make the rules. So... It's not about other people governing what they should or shouldn't do, even if it's as trivial as deciding when to take down the Christmas lights in their apartment or their house. So this is sort of her love letter to her boyfriend and her fans, and it's a personal favorite of mine, and it's a song that I love. So this is Lover by Taylor Swift from that same album, my album of the year on Sound Opinions.
3: We can leave the Christmas lights up till January This is our place, we made the rules. And there's a dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear. Have I known you 20 seconds for 20 years? Can I go?
1: That is Lover, the title track from the Lover album by Taylor Swift, Alex Claiborne's Album of the Year. Alex, um, I do think this record was a was a, a step up from Reputation. I think Reputation was probably her first misstep in her career that has been on the ascent uh, for a decade, basically. So you're right about that. And I also like the fact that she's venturing out into social commentary. You know, it may not be... Kendrick Lamar-level social commentary, but it's a step in the right direction, and I think the fact that she's um, writing, as you said, very well, uh, not only the political, but the personal stuff is coming back into her vocabulary. I think the personal stuff was a little bit defensive on the Reputation album, where she started coming off like an aloof pop star, and here we're getting some of that old Taylor fan-to-fan, I-can-relate-to-you-you-can-relate-to-me kind of uh, conversation going on in some of the songs.
0: We're going to turn now to our tallest producer, Mr. Andrew
7: Gill. He's got something I got on my list there at number nine. Yeah, and this pick actually also shows up on Greg's list. Um, It's Sharon Van Etten's Remind Me Tomorrow. So before I saw your list, I was thinking maybe I'll do Kevin Morby's record. Mm -hmm. But you guys had Sharon five on Greg's list, number nine on Jim's. She so. was on the show this year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I figured I could do the the duty of talking about this one first. It's <laughs> not a duty,
0: it's a joy.
7: <laughs> yeah. You know, um, when we talked about this record, uh, we, when you reviewed it, when she was on the show, there's a lot of talk about, like the sound, the Jupiter Force Sin. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about is the lyrics um, mm-hmm. and the themes that she sort of evokes with it because I really related to those because... This is her first album as a parent. Yes, Um, and you are a parent And as a parent, I understood how she was expressing this emotionally volatile time in a family's life. You Mm -hmm. know, she's going through reconsidering her own identity, reconsidering who she is, who she was before she had a kid, before this family developed, and who her child is going to grow up to be. Like Mm -hmm. the identity of this child that she's brought into the world you hear that, you know, on 17, this track, mm-hmm. it's total standout. Then also, you know, you consider your relationship with your partner, you know. Mm-hmm. You, it used to be just the two of you. Now there's a third person. Everything and changes, Anna. Everything's all shuffled. We and, warned you about that. <laughs> but, I mean, you hear that in No One's Easy to Love, you know. Right, and right. all these different ideas keep bubbling up in this really subtle and nuanced way. And that's what I really love about the record. I just wanted to play the track Seventeen just because I think you know it's an all-time great song. Gonna be listening to it for years to come, I think. So seventeen by Sharon Van Etten from my pick for album of twenty nineteen, remind me tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Andrew Gill, choosing Sharon Van Etten, uh, as he said, as we said, on both of our lists uh, as well, Greg. Remind Me Tomorrow, great record. Uh, Back to your list. What do you got for us next?
1: Jim, I want to talk about uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, uh, Ghost Teen, the latest record from Cave. You know, I think with Push the Sky Away in 2013 and then the follow-up Skeleton Tree in 2016, uh, a new vulnerability started creeping into Cave's music. Not that he wasn't that before, but... I'd never heard him so open. And I think uh, especially with the death of his 15-year-old son, Arthur, uh, that shadowed uh, skeleton tree, and it is a deep, deep part of uh, ghosting. Uh, it bears the full weight of that loss. A, a parent losing a child, it's, uh, it's a devastating experience. And Cave singing so frankly about that experience is a, is a very moving 11-song uh, song cycle of grief and mourning and acceptance and redemption that he has produced here. Um, the music floats between these extremes. These, you've got these shattered mood pieces that verge on hopelessness, and then you've got uh, tracks that sort of come to a hard-won acceptance about death and, and sort of finding a way to appreciate the world anew despite this tragedy that, for a lot of people, just brings them to a dead halt. Mm. Like, how do you go on after this? So, you know, he universalizes the idea of death. It's not just about him, but it's about anybody who has experienced a loss, and how do you go on? And the wonder of the world uh, being reopened to your eyes after this tragedy occurs. The most moving piece in the music to me is Ghost Teen Speaks. And in that song, Cave says, um, I am beside you, look for me. That voice of consolation. Uh, You know, a few weeks ago we talked about songs that made us tear up. This album makes me tear up, and this song in particular. It's Ghost Teen Speaks from Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Ghost Teen is the album on sound opinions. I am beside you.
2: I am beside you I am beside you I am beside you
3: Look for me Look for me beside you look for me I try
1: Cave and the Bad Seeds with Ghost Teen. That is the number three album on my year-end list. Jim, what is your next pick?
0: Uh, you were tearing up there, Greg. Uh, I hate to make you tear up more. I just was so disappointed by that Cave record.
1: Enough <laughs> said.
0: Yeah. Not on mine. Um, we had four overlapping choices on our top tens. Uh, this is another of them. Sturgill Simpson, Sound and Fury. I am not a huge fan of either alternative country or mainstream country. When it is a record from that genre that uh, uh, dents my radar, it uh, it tends to be a pretty extraordinary mm. one. Uh, although I don't even know if the word country even applies to Sound and Fury, the latest album mm. by Sturgill Simpson. There was a pretty good uh, Nick. Uh, Neil Young and Crazy Horse record this year. Uh, this one's even better, mm-hmm. and then it's got a whole, yeah. many, many other things in there. Right. You know, this kind of uh, heavy uh, rock with uh, alternative kind of country uh, roots and sheer experimentalism in the vein of Kraftwerk, uh, mm. Noi, Can—that uh, wonderful early seventies kraut rock sound. Uh, it, it may be unconfined to any genre. It is also a record about trying to center yourself in this crazy time, fighting what uh, what Sturgill Simpson has called the uh, the hegemony. Politics, corruption, mm. greed, all the things that are trying to destroy the world, destroy democracy, destroy our souls, and live in the midst of that. This is the song Make Art, Not Friends from Sturgill Simpson's fourth album, Sound and Fury on Sound Opinions.
3: Okay. Just to see the look on your face how knows what's best, but nobody their face. to the sky. For every winter, there's a that
1: so That is make art not Friends from the Sturgill Simpson record, Sound and Fury, his fourth studio album, Jim. I love
0: that. I absolutely love that. Uh, I've respected Sturgill Simpson before, but now
1: with Sound and Fury, I love him. It's a great record. Uh, It was number seven on my list. No argument from me at all. Uh, Now let's hear from some more of our listeners on their favorite albums of the year.
4: Hey, this is Mike from Charlotte, North Carolina. I think the best album of the year, in my opinion. Is X Hex? It's real.
3: It happens all, all the time and the
4: it's uh, an awesome album. It's better than their first album, which was also superb. But it's really cool to see Mary Timony, after being you know involved in music for so long, put out a record like this, which is. In my opinion, her best work, and um, the vocals that she trades off with Betsy Wright are excellent. And of course, there's also the guitars, which are you know just like beyond belief. So anyway, top of of uh, 2019 for sure.
0: Well, Mike, from Charlotte, I couldn't agree with you more. I am a huge Mary Timothy fan. I love It's Real by X-Hex. It is sitting at number six on my list. We were lucky to have him on
1: the show this year, Greg. Yeah, uh, great band. Mary Timothy. what a career in music. Uh, a Hugely undervalued uh, musician, songwriter, and guitar player.
0: Everything she's ever done, and it's been so diverse. Uh, you know, there should be a Mary Timothy box set, hmm. and, and maybe like a Mary Timothy Day. Absolutely. In 2020, absolutely. Let's hear from another listener.
2: Hi, it's Jeremy from New York City, calling with my number one album of 2019, which is Troubadour Number no. One by Ocean Music.
3: Alice was a girl from a very small town. She never went to bed alone, but she never walked around.
2: This is the project of Richard Ofrichtig, who's a singer, songwriter, guitar player, producer, arranger of really extraordinary skill and depth. I think this album deserves a lot more attention. Just the way he will surprise you with delicate acoustic finger-picking leading into four clarinets playing along with a synthesizer, and then there's an electric guitar solo and drum section that grooves I mean he really brings a lot of people together but the talent and the emotion are all his I would say that he takes you on a journey not unlike someone like Van Morrison does but with the energy of the replacement thanks a lot
3: guys
0: Wow. Ocean Music, Troubadour number 1, a pick from Jeremy in New York City. All right, so neither you nor I have even heard of this artist. I think that there are many critics that would, given a platform such as ours that Mm. we have been privileged to have for 733 shows, would be like, no, no, we know everything. But there's no possible way, Greg, that you can hear everything that is released, especially now with everything so readily available thanks to streaming.
1: You know, I live for this, Jim, because uh, our listeners are so into music that they can introduce us to stuff and I'm like thinking I'm going to I'm writing this down right now yes Jupiter number 1 ocean music I'm going to go check out more of that because that intrigues me
0: It happened to me in class yesterday too mm-hmm. at Columbia College somebody mm-hmm. said professor there's a record you've got to hear <laughs> we take that as a compliment Absolutely. not as uh you know not that we're perfect we're not <laughs> we <don't. laughs> Uh anyway really good picks from the producers from some listeners and we want to hear from you what is your favorite album of 2019 call our hotline at 888-859-8 Leave us a message with your choice and why. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. Up next, our top picks for the best albums of 2019. Right up at the top of the list, that's in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and
1: PRX. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott here with my partner Jim DeRogatis, and this week we're sharing some of our favorite albums of the year. Before we get to our final picks for the year, let's hear from one of our producers, Ayanna Contreras. Ayanna, what is your pick for the top album of the year?
8: Well, Greg, there were a lot of albums that were in contention in my mind for best of the year. Damon Locks put out a great album uh, with the Black Monument Ensemble. I really enjoyed Intellectual with Nico Siegel. Van Hunt's album Trim, uh, that was a great one. And Ism by Junius Paul really knocked me Mm. out, but... Uh, you know, I think Emily King's album Scenery is definitely something special. It's reminiscent of early era prints, like from the albums For You or his self-titled album. It's got drum machines and a smattering of like Maria Muldor's earthiness and vocal elasticity. You know, she's a rock solid songwriter, but I'd say that her slinky, smoky voice is the star of this story. One of my favorite songs that she included on this album, is called Kalichi. And I actually talked to her about it, and she said that this one was kind of out of what she normally does. The rumbling underneath it was something that took her some time to get right in the studio. But in my opinion, it totally is this underpinning that makes this feel very mm, ominous in the very best way. So here's Kalichi by Emily King from her album Scenery on Sound Opinions.
1: Ayana, Emily King, uh, Greg and I both loved it. Yeah, I got a chance to see her perform earlier this year, and man, she she brings it on stage as well. Great album, great performer. My uh, next pick, Jim, my number two album of the year, you loved it as well, Raphael Sadiq with Jimmy Lee. You know, he's 53 years old, right? Mm. Um, multi-instrumentalist, producer, songwriter. We think he's done it all at this point. I mean, he's a respected artist and a hit maker. You know, starting out with Tony, Tony, Tony in the 80s, onto his own solo albums, collaborations with D'Angelo, Mary J. Blige, Solange, TLC, and on and on. And yet, he's flashing some new moves on Jimmy Lee. I've never heard Sadiq quite in this mode. A record named after a uh, a brother of his who died tragically young. And uh, the ghosts of family members who he has lost over the years mm. are everywhere on this album. You know, we're talking about drugs, AIDS, violence, the pain that is besieging a community, particularly the African-American community in our society, is coming through in this music. It's a very personal record because he's talking about his family and in the way he brings his trademark musicality to bear on these incredibly personal songs, make them somewhat more bearable for us as listeners because they're beautiful melodies, great atmospheric tracks that he's creating from a soul r&b rock amalgam real slices of life mixed in with this very accessible music and then i love the way he widens the scope uh, with the track i want to play next this track rikers island in which t- he's not just talking about his family anymore he's talking about the community in this and the oppression and the decades the centuries of oppression uh, that have led to a place like rikers island to exist and be populated largely by African American men, that he magnifies beautifully on this song with that gospel choir. Again, taking a tragic situation and and lifting it up and saying, you know, this is this is the situation, but somehow we're going to transcend this. And this music sounds absolutely transcendent to me. It's Rikers Island from Raphael Sadiq, the Jimmy Lee album, on Sound Opinions.
3: The
0: Island by Raphael Sadiq. It was in my top 20, Greg, not my top 10. But now it is my turn to talk about, I'll do the drum roll, my album of the year, Lizzo's Cause I Love You, is the record that brought me more joy than any other in 2019. And joy was something that was in short supply. And, you know, I was reading up a lot to, to figure out what it was that I had yet to express about this record at a time where we are more fractured in America than at any point in, you know, since the Civil War, let's face it. Here's this woman who is mm. an exuberant life force, an excess of just life force. And, you know, we forget that she was uh, raised in Houston and then... The second half of her childhood in Detroit had done time coming up with uh, Atlanta's Crime Mob and, of course, uh, made it to stardom as an indie artist based in Minneapolis, smack dab in the mm-hmm. middle of the country. So here she is bringing together these different geographic locales the different sounds throughout the history of hip-hop you can go back to some of the pioneering women in hip-hop uh, missy elliott okay. you know is one who's collaborating where they're on this record but i also hear latifah you know queen latifah uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh records like that but also the goofy side you know there's a, a comedic element there is self-empowerment there is fragility at times. And then she turns around again and reminds herself to be strong. There is humor and there is anger. It is all there. It is the full roller coaster of emotions in this year. And as she says, uh, I'm about to add a little estrogen. Mm -hmm. It is very much a woman's take on all of this. You know, this record makes me happy to You know, listen. It Mm -hmm. just does. Much less get to talk about it on the radio. I could play any of the 11 tracks, but I'm going to play Like a Girl by Lizzo from Cause I Love You on Sound Opinions.
3: Woke up feeling like I just might run
8: for president. president. Even if there ain't no precedent, switching up the messages, I'm about to add a
1: Girl by Lizzo on Sound Opinions. Man, I just, I love Lizzo. She's a force of nature. It's a cliche, but in the case of Lizzo, it definitely applies. I, I By far the best show I saw this year. Yeah. As a, a, on stage, just totally magnetizing performer. And uh, one of, as I've said before, one of the two artists of the year, I think two, you know, she and Billie Eilish defined 2019 mm-hmm. more so than any other artist's. But I will mention another defining artist in my mind. Maybe he didn't get quite um, the 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 shine that uh, Lizzo got or Billie Eilish. But uh, I gotta give a shout out to Jamila Woods. legacy, yes. legacy! Exclamation point! Exclamation point!
3: <laughs> my exclamation
1: point on 2019. <laughs> I love this record. Um, you know, she uh, she is a uh, a poet, an educator, and an activist who happens to make music uh, in a very long tradition of activist artists in Chicago's soul scene, going back half a century at least, she gave her poetry class an assignment, write your own version of a well-known poem. Mm. And she said, okay, I'm basically going to do the same thing. And what she came up with was a mini history of iconoclastic artists who carved their own path in the face of racial oppression. And cultural stereotyping yeah. every song is named after an inspiration Octavia Butler Sun Ra Eartha Kitt Miles Davis and at the same time she's bringing this hugely expansive musicality to each of these songs we're talking about hip-hop gospel jazz soul um, wisdom and protest going together very Chicago in terms of just the way she's approaching these subjects and yet carving out her own tradition to me the key line is in the song Sun Ra, where she talks about my wings are greater than walls. This idea of wings comes up a lot in this record. And the idea that, again, like with Raphael Sadiq and Rikers Island, we can somehow transcend this. We can transcend our own history and make a new history if we keep pushing together. Here's a track from the record in which she imagines Muddy Waters as a psychedelic (laughs) brio. Muddy from Jamila Woods' Legacy, Legacy on Sound Opinion.
0: Muddy on Sound Opinions from Greg's number one record of the year. Jamila was in my top 20, Greg. If you want to see our entire list of 2019, you can find the picks at soundopinions.org. Greg, what do we have on the show next
1: week? Next week, Jim, we are joined by our very own Chris Kringle, Andy Surzan, and his annual Holiday Spectacular.
0: You can find Sound Opinions wherever you get your podcast thingies. Sound Opinions is made possible in part with the support of the Walter and Carla Goldschmidt Foundation. And as always, Sound Opinions is produced by Brendan Banaszak, Alex Claiborne, Iana Contreras, and Andrew Gill.
5: You you know was lonely?
1: On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So now it's time to hear what you have to say.
5: New messages.
9: Hi, guys. This is Swan calling from Orlando, Florida. I know I'm a couple of shows late, but I would just finished listening to your show on songs that make you cry. My dad's a huge Cat Stevens fan. And father and son, as you can imagine, is pretty close to my heart. It's not time to make a change. Just relax, take it easy. You're still young, that's your fault. There's so much you have to know. I'm one of many Venezuelans that left the country because of the situation there. And I haven't seen my dad in quite a few months And I don't know when I'm going to see them again. So every time I hear that song, which for some reason I have the idea that I'm going to sing it to him at some situation or another. I was once like you are now. And I know that it's not easy to be calm when you found something going on. I'm, I'm tearing up as, I, as I'm saying this. I think of everything you've got For you will still be here tomorrow But your dreams may not But then I heard the Johnny Cash version which, well, you know how Johnny is. He always has this pain and, and forlorn in his voice. How
3: can I try to explain when I do, he turns away again It's always been the same, the same old story
9: It's an amazing song, and Johnny did an amazing job. And when you ask Fiona it's it, just, uh, I can't, I can't. And I know that I have to go away I know I have to go Thanks so much for the show. Thanks for the job you keep on doing. Take care, guys.
3: It's not time to make a change. Just sit down and take it slowly. You're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to go through. Find a girl. Settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy
9: All the times that I cry Hey, Jim and Craig, this is Tim from Oak Park. All of my friends know I'm a big fan of Chicago's best boy band, The Pivot Gang. Three and a half years ago, John Walt, one of their foundational members, and cousin to two of them, was stabbed downtown on the L and while on the phone with his mother, collapsed and died. Last year, Saba put out a truly amazing album called Care For Me. The first track on Care For Me is called Busy-Sirens. In the last third of the track, you realize the mellow accompaniment is actually sirens. And Saba sings, Now you're lying where the angels lay. Now we're lying where the angels lay. I never met him but that tragedy is always at some level of my consciousness, and I still tear up every time I hear that music and verse. Thanks for the opportunity to share this with Chicago and all of your listeners. Take care, guys.
2: Hey, Jim and Greg, this is Greg from Las Vegas. Just wanted to call in regarding your... Uh, Show about DJ Shadow. Ladies and gentlemen, it was fascinating to hear his process and how things just don't happen overnight and just how meticulous he is and having to go back and re listen and sit on things and get opinions. Anyways, great show. I love to hear about
7: artist processes. Keep it up.
3: No more messages.